0: To this class on Shabbos, got it, welcome to this class on Shabbos, this class is being learned as a special schos, Rufua for our own Mayor Ben Esther Gruna, Mushka Rus Bas Bela Daba, and Malka Hadassa Bas Mushka Rus, Ester Bela Bas Rivka Yenta, Chaim Ben Malka. And Chaver Kabbas Tavor, the Shaver R'fu Shleima Bakharov, and this class is also being learned as a specialist plus the Ilur Nishmas Chavur Bas Asher Enzel, Vegamal Bas David, Yusiel Bas Moshe, the Nesham Shavna Oh, also R'fu Shleima for Yisroch Menachem Ben Chaneritza, R'fu Shleima. Okay. So tonight's topic is Shabbos Himi Karha Bracha. We're going to continue on this new journey of learning how we should keep Shabbos and what is Shabbos and how do we tap into the Bracha. That Shabbos brings so we discussed last week we started how we should get ready for Shabbos and the visuals that we should have that a king is coming to spend the weekend with us what would we be doing how would it be we'd be all ready and all set we wouldn't be right when when the king would come we wouldn't be busy you know um rinsing the eggs right we wouldn't be busy chopping the salad we'd be ready we'd be prepared we'd be excited Right. Whether a king's coming or if we have parents that are coming from far away, we wouldn't be busy puttering in the kitchen. We want to be ready. It would be insulting to them if they come from so far and we just tell them, like, go help yourself, settle down. Right. And we discuss different ideas of what to do. I know I posted that song of Shalom Aleichem uh, to just like have it around the house. And it definitely my Shabbos was definitely changed. I'd love to know if any of yours was as well. But I felt. I felt something much more this week than I've ever felt before. I just, I just, there was something special and how we should, you know, we discussed, you know, we should be, you know, we should be ready for it and we should look beautiful for the Shabbos Uda and, you know, all the different tips and ideas of real, real tangible ideas of what to do to make Shabbos more special. So we all know that Shabbos is a day that Hashem actually comes to our homes He comes to our homes, he wants to spend the day with us. And, you know, interestingly, just something to know that, you know, when it comes to Yantif, it talks about the night of Yantif and the day of Yantif. When it comes to Shabbos, it's just Yom HaShabbos. It never talks about the night of Shabbos. So basically there's 24 hours, 26, 26 hours, 25 and a half. So whatever it is, 26 hours, let's just say of daytime. Of when it's daytime, Hashem is in our presence. Hashem wants us to tap in and to spend time with him. So we discussed about Erev Shabbos. Now we're going to move on to Shabbos. How can we merit the greatness of Shavas? Right? So you would think, you know, okay, how do we merit the greatness, right? The bracha, everything that you know is brought down, that is, you know, we're given the opportunity to 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 tap into. You think would be like, you know, say, this 40 days or you know do that no it's very simple i'm gonna tell you what it is okay you can write this down to want it that's it that's how we tap into the greatness we just need to want it we want to, it's a vodah we need to in our hearts want to have shabbos and to envision hashem and the shechina and want to be connecting on that day you no know, um it's um you know when it comes to Yantif, right? Rosh Hashanah, we need to blow Shofar, right? Um, um, Sukkot, we need Shekelul, Vanessa, Pesach, Matzah. There are things that we need to do. And on Shabbos, all we need to do is want Shabbos. We don't have to do, you know, any of that to actually tap in during. Obviously, we need to prepare for Shabbos because, you know, we're not allowed to do Malachua, but we just need to want it, and um, ha, ha, like, what do I mean, want it? Really want it. Really want something. You know who really wanted something? Bene Israel when they were leaving Mitzrayim. Before they left Mitzrayim, when they were in Mitzrayim, they really wanted to leave Mitzrayim. They cried out tears of because if you think about it, they were in the lowest, lowest of tuma. Like, how did they deserve? to be taken out. It doesn't really make any sense that Hashem took them out at the level that they were at, but it's because they wanted it so badly and they all cried together that they really wanted it. That's when Hashem said, okay, I'm going to take them out no matter what. And the Chavetz Chaim says the story of Rev Yosef, Yosef Dov Salvechik, also known as the base Halevi, how there was a town that was waiting for him to become the Rav and accept the position. And he wasn't accepting it. He was like, no, you know, I'm not accepting it. Until someone informed him that there are 30 people that are waiting in the town for him to come and accept the position, and when he heard thirty thousand people are waiting for me, I'm I'm gonna accept. I'm gonna come. I can't. Thirty thousand people. Whoa, that's huge. So the same thing. If we all come together and we want, we want Mashiach, right now. Mashiach and Shabbos are very connected, right? We know that if you know it's brought down, we. Keep, if all the gifts keep Shabbos but two Shabbos in a row, going to come. I've heard that some at some point, right? So if we really want to keep Shabbos and we really want to tap into the greatness of Shabbos, Hashem's going to give it to us. So it's really, it's not, it's not, it's not so hard. It's not hard at all, actually. So we attain the gift of Shabbos by wanting it. How? Okay, great. How do we want it? Make a big deal about it. Make a big deal. Get excited uh, start from Sunday every day, right? How many how many items are in Shabbos party? Now, for anyone who doesn't have Shabbos party because they don't want the candy, they don't want to be tempted, so have a fruit party every day. Buy a special fruit, one fruit for Shabbos, and you're getting excited about it. You're making a big deal about it. That's how we also convey to our children, and then when they see us making a big deal and getting so excited about it, they will make a big deal and become so excited about it, and it's going to be something that they won't even have to work on. It's just gonna to come to them naturally. So and what how else do we make a big deal about it? We should get them in the kitchen helping us some way. Now it doesn't this book um that I'm using I'm gonna show it again. This Nefesh Shimshon it's by Rav Shimshon David Pinkas. That's all um he Talks about how you know a child should even get into the kitchen and add the salt into the fish or into the challenge. Do something, and it will be their job, and then they will get very excited about it also, and then and and have this kind of like this this excitement in through the house, like just going through through the whole week, you know, and just it's just going to build. It's going to we have to start, and then it just will continue to build because all the kids will get into it, and then once it arrives, all we need to do. So once it arrives. We need to remember that today is Shabbos. That's all we need to do. We need to remember that today is Shabbos, and on this day everything is different. And we have to envision that we are living in the home of Hashem. Now we all know that every, um, you know, we we whenever every home is a mikdash me'at, right? Every Jewish home is a mikdash Ma'a, right? We wish the chas to build a bais ne'eman, to mikdash me'at, but on Shabbos our home becomes the kodesh hakadashim. Do you know how gorgeous? Let me explain to you what I was reading in this book, I, I love this book, it talks about how in the Kodesh Dashim, when the Queen Gadot would walk in, the menorah would be lit, and the chalas, the ha panim, would be hot, fresh, gorgeous chalas on the Shulchan. Now, what does that mean? That means that someone is home. right? If you walk into a house and it's dark, the lights are off, the kitchen is spotless, the counters are sparkling, there's not one appliance out, there's nothing, there's, like, it's Spinking clean and dark, no one's home, right? But if you walk into a home and there are candles lit and there's gorgeous challah on the table, it's like, ah, it's del- it smells someone's home. So that's what it's like when we had the Beis HaMikdash, Hashem was home. And whoever wanted to find Hashem, feel Hashem, didn't matter what level they were on, they would just walk into the Beis HaMikdash and they would feel His presence. That was the Kodosh HaKadosh. that was just for the But the point is, that's where Hashem lives. So on Shabbos, our home becomes the Kodosh Hashem Hashem's coming to our home and He's spending the day The Shabbos with us. And all he wants us to do is to feel the same. And we should acknowledge him and feel his presence. It's really all he wants. And I know visuals work for me. They do. So when you just have that vision, and if you think about it, Friday night, you come, you know, the men come home from Shul. What do you have? You have your candles burning, and you have the challah on the table that smells delicious and yum. If it's bored, if it's baked, doesn't matter. Challah is just yum. So it's really like setting the whole set of like, wow, Hashem's here. Hashem's here. We can really feel him. Now, Hashem's everywhere and everywhere. We sing the song all the time. Hashem's here, Hashem's here, Hashem's surely everywhere. So it's not that Hashem goes away on Shabbos, right, after Shabbos. Hashem's Hashem's always around. So what's the special of Shabbos that Hashem is closer is that what happens is that on Shabbos, like I said before, it's always daytime. There's no darkness. And what happens is sometimes Hashem hides and there's darkness in our life. And we don't see Hashem. Hashem could be right in front of us, but we don't see. And they they used uh, an example. There was someone was in Manhattan and they asked like, where's the Empire State Building? But it was dark and there were no lights. And the guy's like, oh, it's right in front of you. And he's like, it's in front of me. There's nothing in front of me. It's just black. The guy's like, no, the Empire table thing is right in front of you. you. just don't see it because it's nighttime. So all week long, Hashem kind of conceals himself and goes into hiding. And it's dark and it's hard to see him. But Shabbos comes, Hashem comes into our home. And it's so easy to feel him and to be in, and like to fall into his embrace because he's right here. And it's daytime. He complete, comes out of hiding. And all we need to do is we need to want it. We need to get excited about it. And we need to... Yeah, that, that's so far. Yeah, that's we just we just need to want it and we need to, you know, really get into it and we need to remember that today is Shabbos, you know, so dur- so we we want it. We got excited. Great. Now Shabbos is here. Now what? What does Hashem want from us? Hashem wants us to remember that it's Shabbos. Now, someone was looking for Torah, right? So great. We have a holiday It's called Shavuos, right? Next June, Shavuos, you'll find the Torah. Joy, you're looking for joy? Sukkot, come join us. It's a very, it's, right? Freedom, you want freedom? Pesach, right? All these Yamam and Tobin we have during the year, they represent all different things. You're looking for Hashem? Shabbos. If you're looking for Hashem? You'll find Hashem on Shabbos. Now, when a person is looking for Hashem, a lot of times when we think about it, like if you, you know, when, when does a person get, like, okay, Hashem, I really need you, is when a person's in trouble, right? Like Hashem, I really need, I need the parnasa, Hashem, I need the Rafua, Hashem, I need the Yeshua for this job, for that, for that thing, Hashem, I really need that job. So we think a lot of times that I'm going to find Hashem when I'm in the state of like urgency, of, like Hashem, I really need you, I really need you, right? So no, I'm, I'm, I'm the books here are saying that, no, that's not Kavana. We think a Kavana is like, Hashem, please, I really need the steel to go through because no, that's not Kavana. That is That is like, it's saying like, I'll tell you what kavana is. Kavana, we think it's kavana, but it's really not. That's like Hashem. I need you in emergency. Like Hashem, Hashem's our loving Father, so you know that's good also. But if we want to do it the right way, we're going to use Shabbos. I'm going to I'm going to explain how if we put if we, if we use Shabbos correctly, how we can really tap in and really dive in with the correct kavana. So kavana means increasing awareness. Okay, it means complete surrendering. That's what it means. It's not, it's not, it's saying that, and I'll give you an example. Okay. Someone comes collecting, someone is a Mishrullah and they need money. Okay. For their yeshiva. So they go, or you know, not better yet. They need money for the daughter's wedding. They go to a Gavir and he opens the door and he goes, I really need $10,000. What does the Gavir say? The Gavir says, I'm sorry. No, I, 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 I can't give you 10,000. I can give you a thousand. And what happens? The Mashullah says, no, no, you don't understand. I went to everyone already. I went to everyone else already. You are the only person that can help me. I. You're the only person. I, I, I went everywhere else. They all. And and you know me. You know me for so long and I know that I could rely on you and I know you're going to come through for me. All of a sudden, what happens is like, the Gavir feels like, oh my gosh, I'm the only person in the world that can help this man. Of course I'm going to help you. That's how we need to tap and that's how we need to talk to Hashem. We need to come to a place we need, of surrendering that there's no one else but Hashem that can help us and Just have that feeling of like, it's only you, Hashem. It always was you, and it always is you, and it always will be you. And so that's how we should daven. But we all know on Shabbos, we're not supposed to be davening for things like this. We're not supposed to be davening for our personal material needs, for the Gashmias, right? We don't. So, how does it work when it comes to Shabbos? If we're tapping in, you know, remembering that today's Shabbos, you know, adding extra Kavanah, looking for Hashem, if we're Like, how do we tie this all in with Shabbos? I'll tell you. Very well in the story. I work very well when I hear stories. It just becomes very clear to me. So imagine there's someone who needs a lot of money. Okay, here we go again. The man who needs money. And he is going to be smart about it because he knows that there's this very, very wealthy man, but everyone comes to this wealthy man. So why is is the wealthy man going to give him something that, you know, more? So what does he do? He tells the wealthy man, I need, I, I just need 15 minutes of your time, if you don't mind. So the wealthy man is like, wait, hey, how much do you need? How much do you need? And he's like, no, no, I just want to talk. I just want to, you know, like, who was your grandfather again? And he starts to just bring up conversation. You start, what's he, and and just talk about different things. That's all. He's not asking for anything. And the and the Gavir is like, that's all? You just wanted to just He's like, yeah, I just wanted to get to know you. I heard you're very, you're, you're a Gavir. I heard you're very generous. You're tremendous. I just wanted to get to know you. That's all. And he walks away. Next week, he comes back again. Again, he picks up conversation. What's he doing? He's cultivating a relationship. He's not asking for anything. He's just sitting with the gavir and getting to know him on a very personal level. And then what happens after the fourth visit? He goes, okay, they're already friends. He goes, listen, I know it's a lot, but I'm collecting for my yeshiva. We're in a desperate situation. So now this man, instead of getting an $18 check from this gavir, it's very likely that this Gavir is going to give him an $1,800 check. Why? Because he invested time with the Gavir. It wasn't just like, I need this, I need this, I need this. It wasn't just about, it was, let me get to know you, tell me about your grandparents, where you come from, I want to know you for you. And then, you know, I know you're able, Hashem gave you this gift of, you know, Ashiras, if you can help me. Whole different place. You're in a whole different place. And so, what, do, what does Hashem want from us on Shabbos? Hashem wants us to just sit with Him and spend time with Him, not to ask for anything, but just to remember that it's Shabbos and to feel that we're in His presence. And another way to remember so that we don't forget is that everything is Lechvoh Shabbos. Everything. When we bring out the, you know, the fish, Lechvoh Shabbos Kodesh, put it on your table. When you bring out the veal, Lechvoh Shabbos Kodesh, whatever it is that you're serving, that you're preparing, everything becomes now first it's going to be you have to remember. And then it's going to become easy, second nature. And then your kids are going to pick up on it. So it's going to be just the most gorgeous Shabbos you've ever had. Because it's just going to be, everything's going to be the Chod Shabbos Kodesh. You'll always have Shabbos on your mind. You'll always remember. You're going to envision the Kodesh Hakadashim. You're going to feel Hashem's presence. And you're going to be like, okay, Hashem, today is just me and you. That's why we're not supposed to talk about anything Um, you know, weekday Vachadik on Shabbos about as far as, you know, our jobs concerned about making money, whatever it is, we should talk. We should not talk about that at all. We should feel as if everything is taken care of. Hashem takes care of everyone and he can take care of me and everything's just great. That's the feeling we're supposed to have. We shouldn't be reading secular books on Shabbos and we shouldn't be davening for things that we need that are not ruhnia um things you know um well it doesn't yeah material needs on Chavez, because that's being like that very you know anxious person It's like i i just i you know i need this and i need this and i'm going to be like whoa 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 okay be like you know uh, you know like settle down so we want to cultivate that relationship and we want to really come to a place of where we really feel that Hashem is right here. And that's really the goal. That's what Hashem wants from us. Hashem comes to our house. Hashem wants us to feel that we're, that that he's there and that we could talk to him and we could tell him anything and we could just have the conversation. And and it's it's really, it's all connected to Amuna and Bittachon. It all comes full circle. And it's all Shabbos is the day to really, you know, work on that. And we could read about that. So what should we be doing on Shabbos? Now, you don't have to, it's beautiful to say Tehillim it and it's beautiful that men should learn. And it's beautiful that your Shabbos table should be filled with some that talks about singing to Hashem, you know, brings that, you know, connection. But you can also have Oneg Shabbos, right? Everything, the Shabbos party that you're going to be starting, collecting, uh, preparing um, Sunday, you're going to bring it all out. And, you know, you can obviously we're supposed to have Oneg and, and be with family and friends and it's all beautiful as well. But it's just to have the right shovels And it's, again, it's the It's the, you know, it's it's all something that we can work on. And it's not so hard. It's actually quite simple if we just think about it for a little bit. And it's a lot easier than we think, actually. All we have to do is remember that today is Shabbos. And Hashem will shower us with all his blessings. And the greatest blessing of all is to develop a truly lo- True relationship with Him, and all this comes through doing the special avoda of Shabbos Kodesh. Now, after all this, it's like, oh my gosh, like how are we going to have matzah Shabbos? I know I touched on this a little bit last week, but like matzah Shabbos is going to be so so depressing. It's going to be horrible. Like I'm going to be all pumped that Hashem's here, and I'm going to be tapping in and taking advantage of all the you know gorgeous things that you know I just read and I just gave over, and now Hashem's going to leave. Like what? Don't be sad. Because this book gives another amazing mashal. Imagine there's this man; he has a Pesach grocery store, and I will end with this: a Pesach grocery store. So before Pesach, his grocery store is filled with macaroons and seven-layer Pesach cake and avocado oil, right? Yeah, that's kosher Pesach oil, yeah, and um, and cottonseed oil, and the potato starch. It's filled with all the things you need for Pesach, right? And what's happening, people are coming and buying and buying, and his store is emptying out, right? It's emptying out of all the items. So his store is emptying out, but what's happening to the man's pockets? They are filling up. They are getting heavier and heavier and heavier. Everyone's buying all the products, paying for it, and this man is becoming wealthy, right? So now Yontif comes, his store is empty. Everyone bought everything. Is he sad? No, he's so excited. He just got all the blessing. He got his, you know, he got all the money that he made, and now he's going to have such an easy time of doing everything he needs to do and living, for, you know, being without the worry, without you know the the stress of Parnassa. So too with Shabbos, if we tap, if we have and live Shabbos the way we should, then when Shabbos leaves, we're not going to be sad. Yeah, Shabbos is going to leave. When we know Shabbos comes up, we're going to feel our pockets are of the bracha and the shefa is going to be that's bestowed upon us is going to be so full. We're going to be so excited to experience the week with all the bracha and all the shepha that this Shabbos is going to bestow upon each and every one of us here at Zone. Everyone should have the most gorgeous Shabbos this week and this week and forever. Until Mashiach comes, we should feel Hashem's presence. We should tap into the Kedusha. We should remember that all we need to do is just want it. And we just need to think and remember that today's Shabbos. is a day of me and Hashem and our family. And it's going to be all good. And by Hashem, Mashiach will come. Bakaro Bakaro. Thank you, everyone. Have a good Shabbos. See you next week.